Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. We're experimenting with how we're going to start things and uh, this seems to be more of my style. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like this way. Formal. Yeah. But I will say, uh, I am at Bundu Media. Yes! <laughs> Victory pose. <laughs> I got the nod of approval. <laughs> and I'm here with Rich and Will of Bundu Media. I nearly said it wrong. Uh, and you kindly invited me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really nice of you. Thanks yeah. very much. It's a lovely space. Pleasure. Thank we'll you. set the scene, we're in the Brigate in you Glasgow, are. in the city centre, on the hottest day of the year it feels. It's pretty warm in here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I feel like we might be opening that door in every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's like, the dog's giving up on Eddie, she doesn't want to be with us. She's, she's passed out over there. I, I, I guess we're saying Lola is here too. Anybody that listens to the podcast knows I love a dog situation, so this is really why I made a podcast. <laughs> And my first question to you is, and it's entirely up to you both who answers which question or whether you know, pitch in whatever okay. your your take is on things, but um, how do you tell a good story? Well, we use storytelling through absolutely everything mm-hmm. that we do um, as a creative agency, um, through video or photo or text. Um, and how do you tell a good story? I think the essence of a good story is just a genuine one. Mm. Um, keep it simple and keep it real. That's what, that's, yeah. briefly, yeah. that's what I'd say. What about you, Rich? I, I would say the same, like let the, the subject do the talking yeah. and let them shine. Mm. And like, like, I don't feel as though you have to add anything to it if it's gonna be a good story. It's just, it will happen. Yeah, mm. so. yeah for us, I think, we tell other people's stories all the time. Like you say, there's like a careful, there's a balance between, you know, having your input as a storyteller, mm-hmm. if you want to say that, yeah. but also letting the story do its thing, letting that evolve, yeah. letting the, the subject shine. And, mm. the, yeah. and I guess that's the, you know, it's the collaboration between you and your client that must be super important. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. There may be stories that you would personally or as a company want to tell. It could be your own story, mm. but then you, like you say, it's other people's stories that you're being entrusted yeah, to definitely. tell almost in their voice, but creatively, it's they've maybe not got the skills or the vision mm. to do so. Mm. So uh, you've got to bring their vision to life. Yeah. You yeah. must have to get to, into people's heads a fair bit. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. So what what is the process then if you know somebody comes to you and says, I'm looking for you to tell my story so the process would start out with working out what you want in the end result whether mm. that be a website or a film or a like documentary mm. or just a short little film for facebook mm. is it like a marketing thing or is it more of a like observational documenting type thing yeah um and then from there it's working out what the story is mm-hmm. everyone has a life story and you could sit down and talk for hours and hours and hours or have a video that's hours and hours long or have a website with two million pages but that's no good for anyone no. so it's working out what the story is what you tell what you tell and, and things like that I think Rich you could probably go through an example with 
Bobby. Yeah, Bobby yeah. We currently got a website in process, and it's about a guy who wants to set up, um, be a, a Wim Hof instructor. Oh. So it's all about um, controlling your breathing um, and like learning how to take control over your body through breathing and your mindset. And like Wim, Wim Hof, who's the guy who came up with it, he walks up um, Everest in just a pair of speedos. And like, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, all through breathing, he managed to like do this. And like, some people think it's his body fat or whatever, but he says it's to do with his breathing. Mm. And Bobby's like a big advocate of this and wants to teach people within Scotland how to how to mm. deal with the like. He's he's going to do the cold water baths and breathing with them and all that. So like, and he's he's had an amazing story as well. Right. Bobby himself. Yeah. Like he was in a band. He lived in Hollywood for a while, like recording, then came back and wanted to do fitness. So he started CrossFit, like way before CrossFit was CrossFit. Right. He was doing CrossFit. And like, he seems to always be on the, the start of big things. Like he seems to be mm-hmm. there at the start. The yeah. So like, that's why I like be, being able to tell his story. I want that to come across that he knows what's good for us yeah. in a sense. Like, yeah. Like, well, I guess they see you know people buy people, they mm, buy into mm, people mm. Um, yeah. rather than a product. So if mm. you really believe the person that's selling it, yeah. you know, if you feel you've got a bit of a personal kind of you know understanding of who they are, you're exactly. more likely to believe yeah. in yeah. what they're selling. And yeah. as far as like the process for getting that story goes, mm. Rich yes. and and Bobby sat down for we we sat down for like five hours in total just talking. And like I recorded the first session, transcribed it, showed him it, and then we had another conversation after okay. that. And it was it, the conversations led everywhere, and like led to avenues that I would never have thought of putting on. I just feel as though it's imperative that on his website I make it about him and personally, mm-hmm. like his personality. And his journey. Yeah, well. and his journey. His journey. Is yeah, it's not incredible. like a logo where you don't get to meet the person like you don't really know you know it's just like mm. a, a logo or a sign or something like you yeah. you feel that you know who he is and yeah yeah I th- yeah I think that's what Bundu is as a whole it's like yeah. we w- with every website that we've done so far and with videos as well we're very much personality driven we want that person to to be the centre of it mm-hmm. or that business or the subject whatever yeah. it is it's about getting to know that thing or person inside and out yeah yeah, yeah well I mean five hours sitting down with somebody that's, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. a commitment to yeah. getting it right mm. yeah if you've taken that time you're more likely to hit the mark sooner I guess than yeah. just making a beautiful website oh it looks great but mm. it doesn't really yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, what we wanted any, to do anyone can sort of take an idea and write it for you and we want to steer away as much as possible as writing stuff for other people because it's not them and Mm. especially with that kind of thing with Bobby and he wants to be an instructor he's doing the course and things like that when he is an instructor the reason that people will choose him as an instructor over someone else is because of his story because of his journey because of his like crazy life experiences and that's going to be why they choose him so that's why we need to market that we, yes. and that's what we have to tap into but it has to come from him we can't, yeah. we can't do it for him yeah. well that's it I mean in my line of work working the arts like I meet a lot of very talented people mm. who are very good at what they do yeah. but it's who they are 
that makes them very unique in yeah. what they do. So, you know, I could teach a dance, somebody else could teach the same dance, but how they are in the space and deliver it and how you, you know, person to person or like that communication makes yeah. makes that unique about them. So I yeah. guess it's like tapping into, yeah, you're saying like several people might do this breathing technique, mm-hmm. but it's it's Bobby doing the breathing yeah. technique and yeah, that's exactly. where you've got yeah. to hit the mark on. Yeah, and that's why you should get a Bobby. Yeah. So thinking about people and how important that is and their stories, what's your stories? Tell tell the world about yourselves because I don't know much about how you guys came together. What's your background? What? Why are we here? That's my side is really long, so I'll let you go. My, <laughs> my side's really long. We've uh, got all these fine. I'll start. I'll start. <laughs> so we are here because. When I was at school, I was really interested in in video production. I, I was like, I want to work in TV. So I decided that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I did a bit of work experience and I decided that university wasn't the right way. So I finished college and I did, a few, I did media studies and things like that. And I did all right. I wasn't very academic at all. But um, finished college and I decided not going to uni, so I'm going to apply for some apprenticeships, trainee schemes, mm. or just try and get work. Mm. Um, just to get in it. Just and just to get, to get in involved. and work my way up. Mm. Because what I'd heard about the media industry is that it's all about who you know and what you've done. Right. It's not about having a piece of paper that says you've got a degree, mm. um, you've, got to, you've got to work and you've got to meet people and get, have a network of people. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that sounds good, I'll mm. do that. So I applied for loads of things. I got an apprenticeship with BBC Scotland. Cool. So that's what brought me to Scotland in the first right. place. Okay, so where did you grow up then? So I grew up in Worcester. Cool. Um, which is actually where I'm heading this afternoon. Oh, ah, yeah. Yeah, we're going back down oh, for the weekend. So we've not got a day. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> not quite. But uh, I... Where did I get to? Apprenticeship, BBC Scotland in 2013. Uh, and that was my sort of drop into the ocean of, of media cool. and, and TV. And... From there, the, I'm really streamlining this, but from there, I did that for 12 months, worked for a further six months afterwards, and it was a bit it's kind of like just doing pretty mundane kind of work within the industry, being a runner, and I, I wasn't enjoying it as much, because during the apprenticeship, you learn a lot, and you meet a lot of people, and it was honestly the best thing mm. that I've ever done, and I still go back to those contacts and things now. Nice. But um, after the apprenticeship, you kind of have to go back to square one and be on the ladder. Exactly. And it was kind of quite demoralizing in a way when you've got all this experience and all these industry contacts, Mm. but it doesn't always lead you, it doesn't always give you that springboard that you kind of hope. I mean, it does give me a springboard over people that went to university because I'm doing that kind of stuff when I was 18, 19, yes. rather than going to university and doing it when I'm 20, yeah, so the timeline, 1, 22. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I did that for a further six months and I was a bit like, oh, I can't do this anymore. So I moved to France, I did a ski season, I worked in a hotel, right. I went out to the US, I worked in kids' summer camp as a videographer. Um, that was probably 10 months or so of just sort of living, traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to still work in video at the camp yeah. and things like that, trying to keep that. Because um, that was still what I wanted to do ultimately, but it was just a different different kind of route. Mm. And then uh, came back to Glasgow because I got a job 
with Glasgow Cali Uni working on this sort of media project. Um, that was six months. Uh, yeah. So there's another side to the story. <laughs> when I was in the US, um, I met this girl. Uh-huh. And so we were together, we were dating. When I came back to Glasgow, she was American. Mm. So she was obviously out there studying. She that was then going to New Zealand to study for six months. So after my six month contract in Glasgow, I was like, great, I'll go to New Zealand. Went to New Zealand, still trying to work in the kind of media field, mm. got like some contacts through some contacts here, did a bit of work for a TV company, then I, but all the time I was emailing businesses, brands, uh, you know, small companies mm. and things like that saying, I'll make you a film, I'll do marketing content, I'll take photos, whatever. Okay. I sent hundreds and hundreds of emails. And eventually I got a um, really awesome deal with YHA Hostels where they basically flew me around New Zealand to all of their hostels, spent about a week in different locations and I made a short little video about the hostel and about the area it was in. So they sent me on all these activities. I went skydiving, I went rafting, oh I, went, I did all of this stuff for Jesus. free. They paid me a little bit of money, like it wasn't what, you know, yeah. it wasn't what you'd charge, yeah. but I got all this other stuff for free. Awesome. Um, and free accommodation. Mm. Um, so that was insane. And that gave right. me a sort of insight into self-producing, self-editing, yeah marketing myself as a full mm. package yeah, of package. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you can offer that all exactly yeah. exactly so I had that sort of insight into all of this mm. then but then my TV stuff started to pick back up again and I got a, I got a message from someone uh, who was working in London who I'd worked with in Glasgow before saying oh you've done a lot of travel and you've worked abroad a lot I'm working on this BBC documentary we need someone who sort of can shoot, can be a runner, can back up all the data at the end of the day, mm. sort of travel conscious, yeah. knows what it's like right, being abroad, exactly being in different countries mm. and things. So I was like, sign me up. Yep. Came back to London and had that for six months, which was basically the craziest six months ever where I was supposed to be in London for six months, obviously. But actually... I spent probably a month of that six in London right. and I was there for a week and we'd go away for three weeks mm-hmm. to different countries all over the yeah, world. Yeah, just being open to that, the possibility of just like, I'll, I'll do that, yeah. I'll do that for a bit of time, I'll do that and that's yeah. obviously informing everything probably that yeah. you do now. Exactly, so exactly. So you might not at the time feel like this is exactly what I want to be doing but just being open to yeah. seeing like, yeah. yeah, okay, I'll do it. And it was after that that I decided I wanted to merge the sort of two things that I'd just been doing, the sort of stuff in New Zealand, being able to do it by myself and, mm. and produce my own stuff. And then, you know, the experience I got from that, the BBC documentary was, was really, really good. And, yeah. and that helped that helped springboard me a of lot. Of course. Um, and my skills and things like that. Yeah. That's when I came back to Glasgow and I was like, right, I'm gonna try and be self-employed. I'm gonna try and be a freelance. I can I can work for the BBC at now and then or mm. I can, I can try and market films. I can try mm. and do whatever. So that's what brought. That's what's how, Bundy Media yeah. started. That was early on, mm. and about a year and a bit after being coming back to Glasgow is when I started Bundy Media. So yeah. that's my story, I guess. I love it. Yeah, it's just yeah, a, a, it's a that's a very quick, yeah, quick version. Mine's is like pretty <laughs> boring on air oh. all. 
all kicks off <laughs> and then like, get, and then gets so boring like, again oh, we're just tied in the law yeah, and then we're yeah. just going to hit it right yeah. give us it uh, so I was opposite to Will I was a very academic kid right I um, I wanted to be a mechanical engineer when I was like in school and did all the subjects for that and um, was also very interested in design mm-hmm. like, I've always loved design like any aspect of design, whether it's cars, architecture, aesthetically nice websites, or anything that looks mm. pretty, yeah. I, like I want to know. Gravity yeah. towards it. Yeah. So then I um, decided to go to University of Glasgow to do mechanical design engineering because I felt as though that put everything together in one package. And I was strolling through university, doing fine, doing just fine. And then in my final year, fifth year, because I was doing a master's. Um, I started having health problems to do with my back and my neck specifically because um, I have achondroplasia for, for those who can't see me, obviously. So yeah, I've got achondroplasia and that puts a symptom of that is having pressure on your spinal cord. Okay. So that pressure was um, causing me to experience pins and needles, sometimes paralysis, like in my legs. So something had to be done about it, mm. but we didn't know what. So after like six months of figuring it out, and we decided where to go and get surgery done. So I went down to Leeds, um, got cut open, and then I woke up from the surgery and I turned out I had a stroke during the surgery. What? Yeah, so a spinal stroke. I never knew you could have one of them. No. Nobody knew that it had happened when I woke up. I had just had to tell people, I was like, I can't move anything, guys. And they were like, oh, that's a problem. Yeah, and then they were going to take me back into surgery, but then they were like, no, let's see if he recovers a bit. So then I started recovering like within a couple of hours, like just a tiny bit of movement in my mm. arm. So that got me out of the other stuff. But then it was like four months of learning how to walk again. It's like being a child and like learning, walking, eating, learning how to feed yourself again, dress, like so many things. None of what you remember doing. No, so it's like you it's, know, it's, it's you, the yeah, and that inst- the, the instinct, the instinct's again. gone. So it's mm. like you don't think about it when you do it. No. So it's like how you how do you do with something that you don't know what you're doing when you're doing yeah. it? Yeah. So yeah, it just must have been so frustrating for you. Yeah. Never yeah. been any symptoms that mm. you would have had mm. as well to deal yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, it was like being born God. again and Aye. lost all my dignity and came out of hospital and I didn't know what I was doing with my life because I wasn't strong enough to do a job, wasn't strong enough to like do much for myself. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do a PhD because I wanted to be a lazy student again. But first I had to graduate from uni. Right. So I went back to uni, finished that. Mm-hmm. Then went back to uni again to do this PhD in prosthetic design. Okay. Which, um, it's a PhD. Like people, right. people who do PhDs will know what I'm talking about when I say mm-hmm. it's a PhD. It's demoralizing, mentally draining. Yeah, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. Like I stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't tell anybody. I just stopped. So instead of doing my PhD, I started baking because yes. And this is how I. So I knew. We say I knew it online. It's such a funny connection when you messaged me, and I was like, oh, hold on, I I've seen Rich before. Yeah. 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 yeah so started baking as a form of therapy for both physical and mental therapy Mm. and um, I mean that is a science in itself yeah yeah and like with me being an engineering background I've liked seeing stuff 
from start to finish. Yes. Like, that's very important to me. And I wasn't experiencing anything in my life at that stage. I wasn't producing anything. Mm. So I felt, like, very low within myself, yeah. self-esteem-wise. I used to thrive on that. So yeah, I thrive, on, I thrive on making stuff. Like, the baking was helpful in, with the kneading because that's physical therapy. Mm. And then having that final product, which was the mental therapy. And then I put it on Facebook and then... The guy sitting next to me, Will, wanted to tell my story. And we knew each other through our gym, our unit for CrossFit in Glasgow. We knew each other, but we didn't really talk to each other. Like, I'd seen you, I'd seen you around kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I made a film for the gym itself. I made a little marketing film for them. And you were there when we did the film shoot yeah. and, I, and I interviewed you Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, for that film. And then while I was interviewing you, I was like, holy shit, this guy, I don't even, I haven't scratched the surface and mm. I talked to you for a few minutes, yeah. like just to get some sound bites, you know, about the gym and stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, I, we've got to do something, like there's, <laughs> there must be something that we can do. Yeah. yeah. So I pitched the idea to BBC Three and they obviously really loved the idea and then then yeah we made a film yeah we made, like you came around to my house and shot the film we were acquaintances yeah then. yeah, yeah so and, I, like, I saw that film that's how and then i looked you up on instagram and then i was like oh i know the three sister big then you were in that program and i was like yeah, oh, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah and then thought that was it yeah so then we used got in touch i was like oh, yeah i yeah. I love how things are all like it's, just it's connected. All connected. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's all so connected. nice how that's how you met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And now you use both work together. Yeah. And, and like yeah. live in each other's pockets by the sounds of things. Basically, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. You're not acquainted these now. No, <laughs> no not quite. Not. <laughs> but Definitely. I didn't realise, sorry to interject, but I didn't realise like how little time you've actually been here. It's like I just. Yeah, I've recently started within mm. like past couple of months. I'm technically still doing my PhD. Are you right? Okay. Technically. <laughs> I haven't done anything for like a year. So, and my funding had run out. So, I was like looking for work, but also like not in the right mindset for work either because like just depression and mm. all that and all that. So, me and Will were, got really close and he's always looking out for me and he invited me to the office one day and we were talking about web design, I think. And then you were just like, do I try and do this site? I've, I've done a couple of sites before. I did, okay. did one for a charity and then did my own site for the Wee Baker cool. and he'd seen it and then liked it. And then, yeah, I just came along as a sort of intern. Yeah, kind of. Quotations, intern. <laughs> and then, um, that's great, yeah. though, that's, can't get rid of me. Seems like the perfect yeah I mean we were saying we had a client in a couple of hours ago and he was saying how things happen organically and Mm. he was talking about relationships but it's basically when you don't go looking for something it comes to you kind of thing which is the most frustrating thing when people tell you that when you're looking for something you know but it is exactly with a lot of things in life I at the time in the month before Rich came on board yeah I was looking to expand, like I was looking to rebrand the company in a way that um, I could offer more, I could get more people involved. I really was, I was wanting to partner with someone, I was wanting to do all this kind of stuff and and then I, I kind of rushed into that um, 
and partnered with two people who are no longer here because it wasn't right, it wasn't the right time, it wasn't the right fit, it was just, I had this decision that I was gonna, like, this, what's the next stage in me and my work? It was expand, get bigger, Mm -hmm. do more, Mm -hmm. um, work for bigger clients, take on bigger projects. And that, that was like, okay, how do I do that? Get other people and partner with them, they bring their current clients, I bring my current clients, we both bring our skills, mm-hmm. and it's a win-win, right? Mm. But it's not, not it's not as simple as yeah, that. No. It's not as simple as that. And, no. and relationships, whether they be romantic ones or mm-hmm. not, are super hard to navigate and, and um, can't be rushed. No. And I think that's the reality of that kind of thing. And yeah, when you find the fit, it's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. You know, if somebody who's had a dance troupe for 10 years, the people that are in that troupe are exact. Like, that's why it's lasted 10 years, mm-hmm. because of the people. People are great, but also people can be just not the right fit. Yeah. You know? yeah, and people can still be great and, and have you know, be creative and talented yeah, and, and everything. But if it, it, it sometimes just doesn't Yeah, but creative differences work. are yeah. difficult too. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And and collaborating, and, and there's still stuff that we're navigating yeah. now yeah. with, oh, yeah. you know, like giving feedback, giving criticism mm. and, and being able to take that and use it constructively rather than, you know, it getting you down. Yeah. yeah, because like, it's hard. Like uh-huh. when you make something and it's, and it's your little baby uh-huh. and someone's like, Bit shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and it was actually like that podcast today, and they were talking about I think it was Mark Knopfler or somebody, and they, they would you know write a song or whatever, and then you know play it to the band, and then they would go, "Cool, have you got another one?" Yeah. And that was like the note of, yeah. <laughs> "No." Exactly, yeah. and yeah. and it's stuff we're still learning, and yeah. you know the best way to give feedback, the best time of day yeah best Best day of the week even you know and the best route to that is is all these kind of things you've got sounding boards now you know that you're not you're not just here yourself while going Mm. um, is this the right thing like you've got somebody now who thinks similarly to you but also has their own Mm. creative input to say Actually, if you tried this, and it's just sometimes that you know a sounding board, somebody to have that yeah. you yeah. trust. Yeah. You've got a bit of a relationship. Yeah. That's like, exactly it. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Part of, like, with yeah. trust. Mm. Yeah. What are you working on right now, or what have you worked on before that you're thinking this is the essence of been doing media? Like we've totally nailed it. I mean, there's so many sides to it. That's the mm. thing. Yeah. So, Richard, you predominantly. Website, web design. Yeah, web design and like helping uh, Will out whenever like Mm -hmm. he needs like somebody to hold a light. Must be quite nice to learn new skills as well. I love it. I've like I've always been into technology for as long as I know like couldn't remember and like I did photography for a while like just like amateur like my own stuff. So I've always had a an eye for it and always wanted to get into it. Now that I've got like a a teacher or Mm -hmm. like well not a teacher but like somebody to show me the ropes like yeah. the in- industry where I just think it's really cool That's and I love cool. learning about it mm. and, yeah. and Rich is like the best possible person to learn like it, it, like always thinking like the next step or thinking of a workaround that is quicker and easier or cheaper or whatever engineering uh, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. that's that's exactly yeah. it and that's and why it's, it's like golden you know yeah. because he's always trying to skip a step and sometimes yeah. that's not good but sometimes <laughs> It's yeah. ideal, and I'm like, like, yes, 
Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to use this adapter to plug into my computer because there's another bloody cable that does the same thing. See these practical people. <laughs> Worth their wingles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so, so, yeah, so you're, to go back to your question, because mm. there's so many avenues, which is great because I want to be able to cover everything. There's the web design yes. element, which Rich is working on. So yeah. we've got sort of three websites at the moment. Well, Shona's is finished, uh, kind of, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then two websites, like, in production. Cool. And um, that's really exciting. That's mm. really cool. So there's that. There's, like, the video production element of stuff, which is usually quick in and out type things. Like ah. I'll work on a project for a week right. and that's it, it's done. done. And then then next kind of mm. thing. There's drone stuff, which is awesome, but that's usually like one day. Right. One day here and there. So I was I was in Cumbria on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I was flying the drone uh, for the BBC, and so I went down Tuesday night, flew the drone, came back. That, that's that job done. So, so some stuff is very like in and out, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and some stuff you is much more caring and nurturing, mm-hmm. like Bobby stuff. There's yeah. a lot of like time investment in mm-hmm. getting the story right, and but that's web design as well. It takes a bit longer. It yeah. Take a bit longer. Yeah. yeah. Whereas flying the drone, that's a different side of storytelling, yeah. and it still is storytelling. Of course, yeah, uh-huh. um, But it's just a completely different. It must be quite nice though, because like it, it must be all consuming to do a job like you know you were talking about Bobby's website or whatever, mm. that where you feel like you know spent so much time with that person and so much time looking at the same thing yeah. over and over again. So if there's the occasional thing that's just like in out boom done right, yeah. Yeah. that must be quite nice as well. Like we did a little film for uh, Fit Mingle speed dating type fitness event it was kind of it was kind of thing you'd been busy working on sh- on Shona's site maybe yeah. or and it was like right drop that let's go to <laughs> this going, event yeah. Yeah. yeah we filmed this event it was cool. a great laugh and, yeah, and, fun time. and it was just <laughs> and then with it you know, after two days mm. that's done that's yeah, how it yeah. and then you can go back to the other thing that's uh, and yeah. sometimes that it really helps to take a step away and yeah come back yeah to definitely it. it's very important because like, yeah, if you're just looking at the screen yeah. or yeah. looking at them from you're just going like what am I doing yeah exactly yeah sometimes like it's like we dance do you know what I mean I'm like agonising over a one step and I'm like clearly it's not coming to you today so just <laughs> Take a step away, exactly. which is the hardest thing to do sometimes. You're like, yeah. I will find this. Yeah, just yeah. five yeah. minutes more. Yeah. <laughs> right. And okay. you must meet just doing the kind of location stuff. Then you must have met some really interesting people and seen some interesting things. Yeah, I've met s- some incredible, crazy, inspiring people mm. all over the world, and um, yeah, I think that's one of the most amazing things about what we do is that you get an insight into all these different worlds, all these different people. Mm. And I think it's just like, yeah, being able to, uh, every day is different. Mm. And one day we'll be talking to this one person, filming this one thing, or taking photos here, or doing a website, and the next day we'll be flying the drone in Cumbria. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, it's, it's never the same, and it's never with the same people either. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it has the pros and cons. Yeah, for sure. You know, you do yeah. sometimes miss that bigger, wider team or, or group or community atmosphere, but you get insights into all these communities and all these teams and all these people. I, 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 must I, really be, I think it must be quite interesting and also difficult in a lot of ways. Like if you've got 
your aesthetic or your way of doing something as well like it must be again it's like listening to people and understanding them to then you know, mm, thinking like yeah. from a web design point yeah. of view, it's finding that balance. Yeah, what be, you think is yeah, nice yeah. and pretty yeah, exactly, works over exactly. what yeah. you're not telling your story, you're telling somebody else's. Yeah, we we had that. I, I was finding it hard to get the balance between design and telling their story at the same time because it was just quite complex. But I wanted the person to be dead center mm. and like because it was. I think it was Shona's site. Yeah. It was like dead center on Shona. So what did she the, do? She's the one who created Fitmingle. Oh, right. Okay. She's a personal trainer. She's an MC. She does a hundred things. Yeah, she, she's cool. got her fingers in many pies, mm. as they say. MC and event host for like CrossFit events all around really? the UK and Europe. And, and the US. And the US. Wow. So basically the world. <laughs> um, yeah, you can say worldwide. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, she's a nutritional yoga as well. And a like a yoga instructor. Yoga instructor spent two months in India learning to do yeah. yoga. So basically, like, she does all of these things. She's a most crazy, likable personality yeah. you'll ever meet. Yeah. And she wanted a website, and we were like, "Sure, yeah, amazing." Mm-hmm. But then when you dig down into it, and you've got all of these different aspects of Shona as a whole, yeah, it was hard, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really hard. Like, she's got so many facets to yeah, her, like, and like, like home this in. but with her you would go to her because of her personality, I think. Because she markets herself as Glasgow's friendliest personal trainer. And like, I totally agree with that. Like, I haven't met many personal trainers, but Shona's <laughs> really friendly. Like, she'll talk to anything, anyone. Yeah. Like, as I was designing the site, I felt as though it was very important that that came across. Yes. And that, like, it's not like, you know, it's what she offers is important, but yeah. like, you would go to her. Because I think personal training, you know, you're vulnerable yeah. when yeah. you're exercising. Yeah. So people want to feel like they're not being, well, maybe people like being shouted at, I don't know. Well, but I think a lot of people would be getting a personal trainer because they maybe don't want to exercise with other people. They yeah. are very self-conscious or whatever. So, yeah, it must be important in her line of work to be really personable and make people feel at ease. And, Definitely, yeah. You know, so that is important that, yeah. that she is a nice person. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. our website, you know, is her. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. get a sense of her before you buy into whatever she's offering. And I think, like you're saying, it was it was a contrast with what you would do mm. to what is best yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, that was like that the first time you'd sort of come across that. Yeah. Kind yeah. of navigating that sort of contrast mm. of me my design brain and them and their story mm-hmm. and how the two need to merge yeah. seamlessly yes. rather than one overpowering the other because yeah. if you if the story overpowers the media we create then what we create is probably not very good mm. yeah if our media we create overpowers the story then it doesn't mean anything and it doesn't yeah. have a, yeah. a, a yeah. purpose or a story But it sounds like you guys really care because essentially you could make a nice looking website. Here's a website, it's lovely. Or yeah. here's a video, it's lovely. But it sounds like you care about what you're creating. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the message and the person is attached to it. And I know obviously you have to do a good job because then you're going to get paid, but then you know, at the end of the day, you can still create something that's lovely, but the person might be like, yeah, it's cool, I like it, but not totally be like, yep, yeah, you've, you've absolutely nailed it, you've captured me and what I'm offering. Yeah. Where where does that come from? Like, is that just a, a passion for what you do? or? I think storytelling for me, it comes from BBC training. And I think from that side of things is definitely where 
that like, yeah, yeah it's definitely where it comes from for, mm-hmm. me, for me anyway um, for me it's quite the opposite because I'm an engineer and I don't my social skills aren't the best so like I like to learn things I get myself well involved with the, with um, a topic so with Bobby and the BIMO I did so much research mm-hmm. into Wim like I listened to like like eight hours of podcast because he was on the Joe Rogan show and I just listened to him talk and we watched two two documentaries about it and I listened to it, currently listening to an audio book written by a guy who was trying to disprove Wim Hof but then came around to actually loving and endorsing ah. Wim so it's like for me it's very much I want to be able to understand what yeah. the person's getting involved with so that I can tell that story Great, at, yeah. from a knowledgeable point of view mm. yeah yeah so that's nice you're coming at it from slightly different angles then mm. yeah I think yeah. so and working yeah. collaboratively because obviously there'll be stuff that you just work on rich of it you know the client just wants a website and that doesn't involve any other sort yeah, of yeah. kind of media but then the, I guess there'll be projects that it's but, all singing old dancing you know there's, yeah, a, video, yeah, yeah. there's a website there's e- but even still with like if Will's doing a video he'll still ask for my input mm. and my opinion and when I'm doing a website, I still ask for Will. Like, if I've worked on something during the day, I'll be like, Will, can you have a look at this? And then he'll critique it or mm-hmm. say that he likes it or say that or say that I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he bring, we both bring something different to each mm-hmm. other's. Um, and I think, because even before Rich was here or before I worked with anyone else, what, what, when I finished a project, before I sent it to the client, I'd send it, to my closest friends or yes. I send it to my mum yes. I send it to my girlfriend yeah. you know because you want them to say oh the, the spelling yeah. oh mum listens to every podcast there is yeah. you miss the spelling <laughs> or, you, or I don't I think don't think that works there yeah. you know and then sometimes you'll be like you're wrong <laughs> and it's fine <laughs> But other times, yeah. you'd be like, oh, actually, actually yeah, that that would yeah. be good, that would be a good idea. Because, you know, two heads are better than one. Sometimes you're immersed in something as well, you, you don't see. Yeah. So you can't really step back from it because you're yeah. still in it. Yeah. yeah. So it's very nice of something to just cast. Yeah. Eye and even if, you know, they're just reminding you of things that you said, oh, I'll do that, but <laughs> do it later, <laughs> but you forgot to write it down. <laughs> I think Rich says that quite often. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm always I'm like, Rich, what about that, that link there? And he's like, oh, yeah, I was going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm very <laughs> good. Totally getting on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting better, though. Getting better. <laughs> and it must be nice just to learn all the time because it is, like, you know, you could do a good job on something and just be like, right, we'll just regurgitate that. Yeah, but yeah. But again, that's not what you do here. Yeah. You know, so you must be learning all the time in order to produce something yeah, perfect. That was, that was a conversation that I had quite early on with you after after we finished Shona's site and we're doing more, I was like, are we going to have like our own style or take on, so that if you looked at a site, you would instantly know it's Bundu. Mm. But like, we talked about it and we we're like, no, because we want, we want each site to be different because they're not our sites at the end of the day. Yeah. They're, the, they're the client's site. Mm-hmm. So we want, we don't want to leave a mark as such. No. Like, we want it to be just for them. Genuine and authentic. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that comes back to what we said at the start with, you know, what makes a good story and, and a genuine and authentic one. Yeah. I that your your egos are not getting in the way yeah, of yeah. creating what, what needs yeah. to be done for yeah. that client, for the yeah. person that yeah. is putting their, their trust in you because they're coming to you 
with their baby. Uh, then comes your baby because you're creating something to give back to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah The yeah. sharing of a child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it is, it's really important. I think that's the right attitude to have. Like, it's not, mm. you know, every site has to look the same. Every video is going to look the same. I think it's bringing those, it's bringing all those skills, all those past experiences that we've both had or both in our separate stories, mm. you know, and merging all of that with this person's story and that's that's where we get something unique mm. we'll bring our same experiences yeah. to the next project but their story will make it different yeah and yeah. and I, I think that's that's the the like the the gem you know yeah. I think that's what makes it so exciting that next week we'll be working on something totally yeah. new and, and as their stories evolve the, the hope that is you've built that relationship because you have taking care yeah. that they will always gravitate back yeah. to you to be like okay so we've evolved now we need this yeah. you know yeah. things have changed because yeah. things will change for you but they also will change for your clients yeah, yeah. well with years. with web design and, and the web sort of projects we want to try and keep people on sort of retaining mm. contracts sort of yeah. uh, as such that at least you know the website can be updated and so yeah. it's no good having a website if it sits dormant for so a year mm. yeah. you know it needs to be updated every month or mm. every two months or you know to have a blog up there let's put yeah. some new photos up You've, you're offering a new thing let's mm. put that up there yeah. so and that stuff is sort of a constant evolving yeah. story so it's nice because you get that relationship and then you just wave them off in the distance like never to see them again because yeah. yeah. you yeah. spend yeah. much time yeah. 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 with yeah. your clients but, and with a few of our clients it's like we we're starting them off with like a couple of pages on their website and being like in the future we can add more yeah. to it as you expand we're we're invested in that because we want them to do well not only because it gives us more money yeah. from them but we care about them and we followed along their story and we want to be involved in their story yeah the whole time yeah like it's it's important to us that they grow of course and yeah we just want people to succeed as well which yeah. is cool yeah. and I think a lot a lot of stuff we, we've ended up doing at the moment is for friends or acquaintances that are other small business owners mm. that are you know trying to make a stamp on a particular market of theirs mm. and it really kills me when people don't support their friends running small businesses or just their local small businesses because mm. I saw this one thing if Kim Kardashian brings out a new makeup line, mm -hmm. everyone is rushing to buy it. But when your friend makes a candle company mm -hmm. and they make you you're buy not, the candles. Buy the bloody yeah. candles. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Totally. Like totally. support your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Even then, if you don't really like it that much. Just buy it anyway. Come on. Or just just help like them if you can't afford to buy it, then like tell everybody about it. Exactly. Yeah. Share the blooming Put it on Facebook. Instagram yes. page or, you know what I mean it's, it's tricky. Vital. It's uh -huh. tricky, but yeah. it's really important and I I yeah. hope that pe people will start doing that because yeah. there are a lot of people in sort of our generation or during this time mm -hmm. who are entrepreneurs, mm. who are starting businesses, who are do have got a side hustle, yes. who are working a full-time job plus mm. making podcasts, you know, and l let's like celebrate that and support yeah. that rather yeah. than going down celebrate to... Celebrate creativity. Yeah, definitely. Celebrate definitely, play, play yeah. because as adults, we don't... Get to play as much, you know, and mm. it's like anybody's yeah. brave enough to go, I'm going to play. Yeah. If you really love something and you're dead passionate about it, 
go for it. Yeah. But it yeah. is hard. It doesn't mean it's going to be dead oh, no. easy just because no. you love it. You know, no. like not at all. Sometimes know. it makes it even harder. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, I've been like self-employed full time since two thousand eleven, and yeah. I'm extremely lucky to yeah. be self-employed still. You yeah. know, yeah. but um. But that and it has been because people are loyal and people. If you do a good job, people will come back to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and if you be um, a nice person. Um, yeah, and that's that's what it's about for us. You know, yeah. it's about being genuine, being like accepting and mm-hmm. listening and telling the story in the way that they would want it to be told, and also just being a nice person, and being a nice guy, and just sitting down and having a coffee and having a chat even if it's not about the project or yeah. whatever mm. yeah. you know just connecting like you you catching up with Bobby yeah. you know just because yeah like and it's it's nice to be like our doors always open up and do and like mm. we want like we want clients to come in but we want people just to come in the door and talk to us yeah. because we like learning new things we like mm. meeting new people we like like I post our address so much like come in yeah just have a coffee Uh like we have good coffee here (laughs) and like yeah because we're not we're not trying to sell them anything we just want to talk to people because it it, it expands our horizons Mm. and the and the thing is you know like the only reason I made the film about Rich and we got to do that Mm. was because I chatted to Rich and I had learned a bit and then I had an idea and I pitched mm. it to BBC. Now, not everything we do is like people coming to us saying, I want to pay you to do this. Yeah. Mm. There is this whole other side of things. Whereas if someone has a story, but no platform to tell it, yeah. there are avenues mm. towards that. And, and as a storyteller, you want to tell stories. Yeah, yeah. So and if you are like that, that story needs telling. Exactly, gonna, and there's an avenue for that. that. You can get commissions from yeah. the BBC or from ITV, mm. or from you can get sponsors to like sponsor your content yeah. on YouTube, on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, Instagram. So there's there's like always a yeah, there's avenue for that. And but you're never gonna get do that if you don't speak to people. You mm. don't meet new people yeah. all the time, hear new stories, just have a conversation. And that'll keep it fresh for you. Yeah. You know, as say as your job, you need to pay the bills. Mm. So. It can be quite difficult when something is your passion and then becomes your job yeah. to keep the the yeah. you know the juices flowing the creative juices. So if you yeah. are still always looking, always listening, and just looking for the stories, yeah, yeah. then and it, that's important. It is peaks and troughs. That is the nature yeah. of the mm. of the beast, isn't it? Mm. You know, when you are self employed, when you do rely on other people for your income, it's not the same every month. Yeah. that's part of it mm. and yeah. You, yeah. You, when you become self-employed or or a business owner you, that's the kind of thing you have to accept and yeah. and um yeah and you've got to work with it with the console yeah. that's yeah. why definitely, you do yeah. it definitely. you know you yeah. get the things that you don't get which yeah. is like the security all the time or whatever you get all there's this. some crazy statistic about the percentage of small businesses that that close down within the first year or something right, okay you know and sometimes you just got to stick it out Ah. Yeah. you just gotta keep going yeah. get, push through the, the tricky little bits just push through and keep being true to you I think that's mm. Mm. like we keep coming back to the story thing we keep saying yeah. it's all, that's what it's all about mm. because yeah. without that there is no media there's no, no content there's no mm. production if yeah. you, there's nothing we're learning every day mm. and we want to be learning every yeah. day yeah Le- like learning little bits and pieces about web design every day and like mm. learning about what fonts go with what and what colors go with what. I and I I know that I need to learn, but I, I want to learn as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, 
and even yeah. stuff like with with uh, Mickey who were, were making a website for his gym that he's just opened mm-hmm. up and he said to us today he's like can I integrate this in the site and we said we'll work it out yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. we said yeah. we'll have a look we'll have a look and we'll work it out and yeah. we'll, we'll learn how to yeah, do yeah, that yeah. Yeah. and it's difficult because you're trying to work with one piece of software and another piece of software but it's not impossible and there will be a way to do it yeah. and we'll work it out yeah we'll find okay. it and we're going to learn yeah. mm. and yeah. that's the only w- well which is going to I don't know but, I'll, uh, I'll find some work around to skip a step and then yeah exactly yeah, yeah so you the know team, team. there's always a way yeah and where there's a will there's a way oh hey <laughs> sorry Please. so if there is there like the, a dream project is there a dream location is there a dream font website anything that you're like I would love to do that uh, have you got something I could have something if you, but you Sorry, go, go first. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> I would love to make more sort of outdoor wilderness documentaries. Cool. Skiing, like hiking, biking, cool. running, mm. whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to, you know, when Patagonia makes a film mm. or something and it's really cool. Yeah. Mm. I'd, I'll make them. Cool. That sounds good. That'd be cool. Um, mine's quite selfish. I want to work on something with like spinal cord injuries and make a documentary about it because I think I think people need to know more about the ins and outs of mm. how a spinal cord injury can affect people. There's information out there, but it's stuff that people don't want to talk about. And I want to make like a a documentary about somebody's recovery because I I watched one by Red Bull and. Um, it's about a guy who went through spinal cord injury four, exactly four days after my spinal cord injury. Wow, right. And he, he left hospital pretty much the same time I left hospital. Right. And it took, it, I didn't see it for ages. Mm. And then I found it. And then being reminded of that process was like, like, because I forgot about it. You forget yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I want, I want that story to be told more mm. about the recovery, about also what it's like to be out of hospital that the first month or two after having some chronic disease or chronic illness, like, mm-hmm. or chronic injury, I mean, because people don't understand, like, the loneliness that can go behind it yeah. and uh, getting reintegrated with society again. Yeah. I don't think people understand it, so I feel as though yeah, your life me is being selfish. Why are you telling me this now? What? We should pitch it. This is podcast yeah. gold. Yeah, we could pitch that actually. <laughs> so yeah. the light bulb's going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could pitch it because I didn't want to talk about it because I feel as though it's a selfish thing. Because why? Because like I've lived through it, and I know how fucking hard it. Well, but that, that, but that no, I know, you have. But, but then you're thinking about all the other people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's not selfish yeah. at all. It's yeah, but I just felt as though it was because it was my like. But then you're the very person that should be telling the story then. Yeah. Because so then you you've never done it. Yeah. How like, long ago was that? Right? This year will be seven years. Mm-hmm. Six years, sorry. Six. Yeah. yeah, six years. So, yeah, it's been a while, but like, I still think about it every day. Literally every day. Um, of I recently talked to the guy who did the documentary. Mm-hmm. Like, he's now going to be like my life coach because mm. his recovery was be- better than mine. Right. And he's now gone and become like a motivational speaker. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Would you not do anything like that? I don't know. I, I, I've never seen myself as that type of person. 
talking in front of people. It's something that I would like to do, but mm-hmm. it's like my own confidence that's stopping yeah. me. Because there was a girl, Lisa, that I used to teach when she was at school, and she's an adult now, and she had a double lung transplant, and she was on the podcast. Oh, wow. And um, she now advocates, you know, for being on the transplant list. And I know it's, things have changed, and now you have to opt out rather mm. than opt oh, in, which, yeah. is, which is great. Yeah. Um, but she does, like, talks in schools. Oh, you know, nice. she's just, yeah. just hearing somebody's story Yeah. Yes. is important, yeah. I think, because we're all but about just doing our thing and sometimes you're not aware yeah it enriches your life to hear other people's stories to understand people a bit better that's why i think it's like a really cool job that you've got the two of you because like give me a real life story over a film any day yeah yeah and that's that's the power of stories you know Mm. they can they can make it they can break it they can change the world they can change society they can Mm. change everything yeah Yeah. i mean There's so many documentaries recently, you know, about climate change and stuff like that that have had a big push on mm. on people's yeah, eating habits impact. and power. The mm. power of storytelling is unbelievable. I mean, people have told stories for forever, millions mm. of years. Mm. You know, yeah. there's a reason for yeah. that, and and it's I just think, human connection. Isn't yeah, it, to be and all, all we all we do is take that into the give them a platform to tell. The, yes. Give the platform, give the media, give a yeah. You know, and like you're saying, like seeking out those stories as well as people coming to you. Yeah, that's important because there might be someone out there who has an interesting story that people should hear, and they just don't. A bit like yourself, going, ah, my, that's my story though. Nobody's interested yeah. in me. Yeah. That's, well, selfish, that's selfish. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not. Bet your bottom dollar, the least people that, out there going, thank goodness you told your story. That BBC Three film, how many views? Uh, four and a half million four and a half million views and so many people following you now Mm. saying Mm. you're an inspiration saying that all of these things and none of that would have happened if if we hadn't got there and Mm. I hadn't sat and chatted you for two hours filming it and then cut it down to two minutes and you don't know what people are going to get from things like so the fact you know aside from what you went through like just your baking alone like that's inspirational to people like oh you're doing mm. something you really enjoy and yeah. you know so you don't know what somebody's going to take yeah. from yeah. your yeah. story we take a story mm. and make it consumable to the audience yeah. and i think that that's exactly that's exactly it i took mm. your story mm. and we constructed this film yeah. that made it relatable made it emotional made mm. it impactful yeah. for millions of people yeah. Yeah. four and a half million people mm. Yeah. have been impacted by that yeah and that's a success and that's mm. that's that's like the cream of the crop I think and that's exactly what you know I think if you if there's a example of a story and the way that what we're doing works I think that is it and, mm. and, and yeah that's, and if your story really the way you've told it touches one person it makes yeah. an impact in any yeah. shape or form that's yeah. positive yeah. then that's you've hit the nail on the head yeah with yeah. this podcast you know it's lovely if people listen to it but the actual conversation we're having just now is means more to me than yeah. X amount of people going to listen to it because yeah. this is enriching my life. Yeah. Yeah. Just meeting you. But the thing is, you're, it, and that's the, the the power of the story is nuts because even if no one is impacted by this podcast, mm-hmm. you are you have been, and then you may just tell someone else down the pub. Oh, mm-hmm. there's these two guys. And then we might talk to someone else who walks in the door and say, oh, we're on this podcast. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then 
you know, this like go. spider's web of stories is just being told and told and yeah. told and told and told, and, it, and it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. cool. Right, we're moving on to the thingamabobs. Oh, okay. Are you excited? Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Excited? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lola, I have to say, Lola's not excited. Out. Oh no! Oh. Are you she heard her name. She was like, okay. "Do you need me?" <laughs> so I've just selected a few for you guys. Um, you can individually answer them, or. You can nominate the other person to answer them if you don't have okay. an answer. Is it like quick fire? Do we need to be fast? You don't need to be fast. Yeah, I mean, okay. you can. I mean, I need to do the big edit. <laughs> What's the first thing you notice about someone when you meet them? Um, something about their face. Yeah. I always see a distinctive feature mm-hmm. within their face. It's, it's not like the, the, the eyes or nose or mouth. or uh-huh. It's different for everybody, mm. but like something... That unique little thing about them on their face. I'm quite good at knowing who I like and not like, just from that. Right, okay. Like it sounds really judgmental, but, but I'm like, the, we've just met. I know, I know. It's, I'm like, what's I don't think I've ever. I, I don't think I've ever admitted that to anybody. But yeah, <laughs> yeah you shouldn't. Yeah, right. I'm uh, loving your honesty, right? Well, no, that's good. That's good. Sure, sure, sure. My mine is um, posture. Oh. I think for me. Really? Yeah, because. Okay. Like, you know, as you walk up to someone or someone walks up to you, you see how they walk, how they stand, how That's they hold themselves. somebody who slouches at their desk. Slouches my day. desk a bit, but... So, I I have a... I grew up dancing. Um, you did? Yeah. Didn't you know that? No. Oh, I love this. Wow. Right? This is all... Jimmy. For you years. Know, that? For what's years. What's up? Ballet? I did ballet, tap, modern, contemporary dance, everything. I was really? in the Birmingham Royal Ballet Associate really? Programme. Billy Elliot? I... Uh, audition for Billy Elliot. No way. Um, I, yeah, I did all that. No. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So posture is a big thing when you uh, dance. What I notice is how how someone walks or stands or. And you don't dance at all now. No. The world needs more male dancers. I know, well. I know, I know. But um, I thought I think it's hard to da- to dance part time. Yeah. It's I, I loved it and, yeah. and it was amazing like childhood. Like, every night after school kind of thing. Mm. You know, school holidays at competitions. Aye. You know, travelling all over the place. Di- di- didn't have a like normal <laughs> like what? Didn't have a normal Wow normal childhood Aye. like that. Aye. That's it. if you're in the dance world, that's yeah. what you do. So yeah, I mean that that's a big influence on like the person I am I think today, but um, Yeah, and yeah. understanding the body and how it moves yeah. is would be quite in, like important for your job as a yeah. you know, videographer yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. capture people's yeah. movement. Yeah, definitely. And I think just because I don't dance doesn't mean I don't do anything. And I think no. CrossFit has been a huge thing yeah, for me. Yeah, you're obviously still active. To have like that, like because CrossFit, like you're active, but you're getting fit, mm. and it's a great community of people as mm. well, which, which is a cool sort of replacement to, yeah, to dancing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Love it. See, this is the, this is the joy of the thing about Bob's. Yeah, I like it. Um, favorite childhood meal. Uh, my mother's Yorkshire pudding. <sighs> mm, nice. Good, good. Yeah. Well, I'd really like apple crumble and custard. Right. But that's not a meal. That's a dessert. That's alright. You can have that. It's yeah. fine. Shoot, you know. I'll go apple crumble yeah, yeah. and custard. You're not digging that as the beaker. Cold custard, hot what apple crumble like. as well. What do you think? Mate, nah, <laughs> nah. Like, that's two of the worst things ever. What? <laughs> cold custard. Like, custard in itself is bad. Oh, cold custard, so even worse. And then crumble. Apple and crumble. An apple crumble yeah. at that. Nah. 
you get no. such a judge to nah, me. Nah, that's bad, mate. I think that's I better bad. leave. That's bad. <laughs> if you could produce the remake of any movie, which would it be? I'm going to say, because I just watched it the other day, 12 Angry Men. It's about a guy who is on trial and it's a jury of 12 people and they go into the jurors' room and they all go in and 11 people think he's guilty and he's going to get sent to the death the death um, electric chair yeah. Mm. yeah so 11 out of the 12 think he's guilty and only one thinks he's not guilty and throughout the whole film he he states why he doesn't think the person's guilty and he changes the mind of every single person and it was made ages ago like the 20s or 30s or something so I think it'll be interesting to see how that would change on yeah. like today's current like view on the world oh. whether it's for the better or for the worse because right. at the moment I don't really know wow mm. jeez really? that's quite a good answer yeah, yeah. that was a good answer <laughs> <laughs> you can see what I'm going alright I need to be very philosophical yeah, about um, my answer <laughs> you don't <laughs> well done Rich yeah, I don't know I'll and just make, back up Rich's answer if that's make, all right. makes up for my last well, that sounds like a great film Let's yeah do I'll, do, I'll do his one <laughs> I love it what are you really good at can we answer for each other? That would be easier. That's I think nice. that's, I think yeah, that's, that's lovely. Rich is really good at learning. Oh. Mm. Learning stuff yeah. and putting in time to learn stuff. Yeah. Not not True. just because he has to, but because he wants to. And I think that's yeah, it's That's what Rich is really good at. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Will's really good at being a friend. Oh. Guys. Yeah, he's, he's always there for me. Oh. Uh, Yes. Go keep yes. going. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. Nah, that's what you get. Yeah, five later. Yeah. Nah, he's, he's a good, good friend. Good, always there. I thought him being my boss would be a bad thing and would interfere with that like friendship mm-hmm. dynamic. But I don't think it has. I think because we are friends, because the way that he's good at being a friend, mm. it does. It hasn't affected it. Like Green. we have business friends like yeah. two separate mm. things mm. So. Yeah, and it's still like we're still navigating it you know yeah for sure and like yeah. yesterday we did like a feedback round on the website mm. and we're streamlining the process mm. so it works better so it doesn't make so it makes you feel good rather than yeah feel yeah you know because when you give feedback on something there's often like a long list of things that might be small things but if you have a conversation with someone sometimes it just people seem like I'm or whoever is rattle, rattling off all the bad yeah. things, blah, 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 blah. totally. So we're we're working out methods to, yeah, to make sure that we keep that. Yeah, there usually is more healthy. stuff to fix, and, yeah. and I'm like, but like I'll have to say the more things to fix than yeah. the, all the good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no time yeah, yeah, necessarily yeah. to say all the good things. I'm like, there's a million good things, but here's the stuff we need to fix. Yeah, yeah. Don't get don't get it twisted. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah. horrors of amazing things, guys, but. We need to do this and we fix that. And that's just the way of working putting on an accent and oh. stuff and people say it so it's oh, really bad it's really bad but I love it when people say I, I pal you know I pal I pal I just like that I think it's great I, like that I, can't, I can't say the one that I was about to say now what are you, oh you're going to say a rude one yeah I was going to say a rude one that's alright <laughs> I really like Bobag. 
Ball bag, yeah. That yeah. has come up a few times. So yeah. Sure. Taps off as well. That's yes. great. There's a there's so much. Mm. There's so much, and it's the only reason I'm here. For <laughs> <laughs> a good part. <laughs> it's true. They have good chin. Yeah, Friendly Scots. <laughs> so true. Listen, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for coming. It's been an absolute yeah, pleasure. It's so nice to meet you both, and I wish you every success. Thank you. And anything I can do to support Bundu Media. Yay. Yay. Likewise. Yeah. Thanks. No, Likewise. I, I do appreciate you supporting the podcast. It Definitely. It's a, it's a passion project, but um, it's just a total joy to to hear other people's stories and to yeah. learn what you're up to and yeah. all the exciting adventures that you're obviously on. Thanks very much, guys. Oh, thank you. Give your end of applause. Ooh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Braw and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.